Welcome to Revive Ministry Podcast, the journey towards value, finding wellness in the uncertainty. Part three. Wellness is defined as the state of being in good health, especially as an actively and pursued goal. From this definition, it makes me realize that wellness is an ongoing goal and state of mind not a destination being up here for several years i begin to realize how wellness has been seen and how that has produced produced some really unrealistic and judgmental attitudes of myself and my own value disclaimer if you are in crisis please seek immediate medical attention being well from my experience, has promoted an us-versus-them mentality about mental health. If I was not well, I chose that. And the fact that I was already set apart from the rest of society did not help my case. The unexplained and the misunderstood are most times than not marginalized in our communities. Finding wellness is virtually impossible when finding wellness also means finding approval from others in our lives. No matter how close or they are to, you know, to us. At the end of the day, from my experience, taking choices and decision making from an individual, no matter how right you may feel, you may in turn cause more damage to that individual than good from my experience painting a reality that there is no pain or no conflict doesn't promote a healthy outlook forward there are times in our lives where it is appropriate to take a person to the hospital to get immediate care or god forbid you know um they're reaching near end of life but during our day-to-day and how mental health has been painted it does not does not quantify the way I, and it doesn't promote a very healthy outlook at the very least it minimizes our value because we begin to see that we do not have the ability or we are seeing that we are incapable to make choices Uh, Why is it that a person who does not have mental illness or does not have these certain labels have the ability to make mistakes, but the reality that a lot of support around people who are conflicted with mental illness, there's this idea of creating a reality that isn't real. A lot of uh, times... um, there is pain, there is conflict, there's a lot of growth and learning from both. Um, but if your loved one is heading towards poverty, homelessness, and or addiction, what I found more times from my own experience than not, that focusing on, um, well, by forcing your ideals on the individual is just a band-aid even if they even if they um 
even if they agree with what what you are telling them. Until that individual wants to get better because he or she sees the value in themselves to warrant that sort of response, most times, most people do not get that safe environment for the rediscovery of their value. From my experience, just the willingness to get help is the best you can ask for a lot of times. And that usually happens when the individual feels safe and not judged. There's a quote that says, and I shared this before, the willingness to consider possibility requires a tolerance of uncertainty. Rachel Naomi Remen. Uncertainty is sometimes or something that we like to minimize in our lives. Um, fortunately, nothing in, unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, nothing in life is truly guaranteed. Uncertainty shows our faith and resiliency during tough times like COVID-19. Uncertainty can be an opportunity to reveal what in life is truly important to us. Slowing down can be a good thing. Being busy doesn't mean you are more valued or even healthy. Productivity in relation to my wellness is being effective and not ignoring one factor in my life. The one factor I see ignored more times than not is being present and available, while also placing boundaries and knowing that you're not the only one to save the day. Finding that balance. If you, if you bring in the money to the household but spend little to no time with your family, in my perspective, of productivity, that model is unbalanced. Just like many people have lost their job recently through the COVID-19 outbreak, how would this individual, staying busy, fair, after losing his job and income, does his value get lost too? We're dealing with a lot of loss. You know, when you think of loss, you think, of um, you know, a death of a loved one, a friend, a loss of a job, financial security, and um, you know, there's one question I usually ask a lot of people um, in my groups, and um, it's a question that I feel requires a lot of thought and um, takes a little time to. Um, truly digest it says what do you think you've lost or what did you not get that you expected or desired to have now a lot of times when we're angry at least from what i find there's always something else that that gets stacked below the reason why we're truly angry a lot of times for me personally is feeling um pushed aside. Now, for me, one of the things that has helped me the most is feeling, feeling, feeling like I'm being heard. Now, one thing that 
I also learned through my um, journey towards value is that no one's going to really understand what you're going through, but that's okay. You know, um, one thing that um, Stephen R. Covey says is our greatest joy and our greatest pain comes in our relationship with others. It's our biggest risk. You know, one of the, um, you know, people who have lost someone in their lives can relate to this. this is from Michael McDowell. He says, all deaths are sudden, no matter how gradual the dying may be. Um, and I've, you know, healing is something that, you know, there's a lot of diseases and there's a lot of um, conditions out there that can't be quote unquote cured. I feel that, um, just like I said in the previous um, part, that, um, but this on the flip side, it also, even though we can't be cured per se, there also can be an opportunity for a lot of healing. You know, um, you know um, I am not a therapist or anything like that. But I have about two decades of experience living in uncertainty and pain. Some may say, oh, well, you didn't go through what I've gone through. And that's okay. It's not my job to, or your job, to compete on who has the worst situation. It doesn't promote a... Um, a space of healing. Everyone's problem is important for that individual. There's so much complexities and so much context when you deal with individuals. And this is just one story. This is just my story, my perspective on certain themes and certain ideas. Now, everyone listening today has a story. And that story is important. Every story matters. I encourage you to share your story. Sharing in the most sharing, in the most basic sense, in the fundamental sense, is really our human experience. You know, I used to say a lot of times, serving others became my recovery. Helping people became my healing. Well, serving and helping is all is all forms of sharing the ones around you today matter recovery is not so much the big external changes like moving somewhere getting uh, a stronger income or getting a good new job getting a new person but more more um, more about the internal ones how do you see things like um how you perceive things. You know, one, you could look at um, a situation as an opportunity or as a grave misfortune. You know, life is uncertain. There's no way that anyone can honestly say that when you step out the door, that everything's going to go accordingly. This world is uncertain. Some of the most fundamental joyous moments in my life 
were part of it was because it was uncertain. So uncertainty is not always bad, but it also can be. You know, um, how do you see things? How do you see the people around you? How do you see yourself? You know, there is no cookie cutter approach to it when it comes to mental wellness. Um, dare I say, spiritual wellness, because. I am faith-based, and it's important to me, though I do not proselyze in my podcast, because I know on the other side of this that a lot of people um, have been hurt, and I respect that. Um, there's no cookie-cutter approach to it. I like to use this. Uh, Bob Marley said this. He says, truth is, everybody's going to hurt you. Just you just got to find the ones worth suffering for. <laughs> you know, as, um, as we go through this journey of, you know, towards value and finding wellness and uncertainty, we, we begin to realize that more of it is already there. Our value has not gone anywhere. Um, there's certain things that we could probably do better you know and like uh if you're struggling if this is a crisis like i said in the beginning i am not a doctor i am not a therapist you need to see i encourage you to see immediate medical attention but for the day-to-day as a food for thought i do encourage you to establish some good coping skills understand that you could be unapologetic but also loving at the same time Sending up boundaries, um, piecing back the value, understanding that the people around you, as messed up as they may be in your mind, they matter to you. Our families are not perfect. Our parents are not perfect. But like I said in the previous part, two or so... We can never pay back. The fact that we're listening or you're listening to this um, is that someone was there. Someone, whether it's a parent, a friend, or a family, someone was there who listened. I encourage you to continue to um, connect with those around you. I know it's a strange time we're living right now. But do not minimize or don't minimize the importance of those around you. Don't minimize the importance of gaining back your value. Um, understand that healing, you may not, you know, it may, um, how can I say this better? I'll say this like this. It's not about where you are right now. It's about where you're going. Find that safe place. Learn coping skills like breathing, journaling. Find people that really do want to listen to you. Um, And, you know, life will continue happening. But how you see it and how you grow. There's no cookie-cutter approach to recovery, and a lot of us know that. I, I, I 
encourage you to do your research. I encourage you to connect with the, the resources that there are out there. I do a support group, but I do find that support groups is a huge resource resource of connections and getting um, connect with those people around you that may be facing something similar. But um, but at the same time. Remember that your value has not gone anywhere. Um, I just want to thank you and all those who are listening to um, to this podcast. I know that because I like consistency, I, I just developed this part uh, ten part series. I hope you are enjoying it. Um, the next part will be uploading on Tuesday. Um, remember to check out the podcast at reviveministryfl.com forward slash podcast. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, if you're at home, you want to you want to be a guest, you want to share your story. You know, I never pressure anyone, and I I walk you through it. I make sure that there's no no topics that you don't you're not prepared to talk about. It's really about sharing and inspiring hope. Like Nelson Mandela says, let's make our choices reflect our hopes, not our fears. And I'm going to give you one more quote. And it's from Mila Braun. And it says, she says this, in order to heal, we must first forgive. And sometimes the person we must forgive is ourselves. <laughs>